That's, yeah, that's a good start. That's, that's the new theme song. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Deconstructed Drummer. I'm Jeff Dukakis, and thanks for checking it out. So this is a conversation I had with Robin Stone. Robin's an extreme metal drummer who plays with Norse, Somnium Knox, Convulsing, and a whole bunch of other bands. He also specializes in doing remote session work as well. I had a blast with this interview. Robin's hilarious, and he's super passionate about what he does. I'm not a metal drummer, and I've definitely fallen into the trap over the years of dismissing extreme styles of music because I didn't really understand them and didn't have my ears dialed into what I was listening to. So as I've gotten more exposure to heavier genres, I've definitely come to respect and admire the dedication and hard work that it takes to be able to play blast beats at extreme tempos. So you talk about reps. These guys have put in hundreds of hours of work. And it was great to get some context on the genre and to dig into why someone would be willing to dedicate that amount of time to playing really, 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 really fast. So we cover a lot of ground. We talk about growing up in a super religious community, what it was like to hear extreme metal for the first time, how important listening is when you're working on playing fast, remote sessions, tension versus pain, DXP bass drum pedals, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. So here it is. I think you'll dig it. Please enjoy my conversation with Robin Stone. Man. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. That's um, it's going to be super fun. I've been looking forward to this. And I'm like, oh, should I get like things I want to talk about organized in my head? I'm like, no, I'm going to forget all that anyway. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And it's it's that thing where I think people come in and we're going, all right, it's it's an interview. I've got to this and yeah, that. And be, be important and special. And yeah. <laughs> but, but you can kind of see their brain ticking when that's the point and you're like oh no 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 don't don't, don't do that don't do that it's like if there's <laughs> if there's anything that you you want to do we'll we'll get into it but yeah. like let's just let it unfold yeah. and just just yeah. see where it goes organically yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so the the one thing that's like a consistent thing is if someone asks you what you do at a dinner party how do you how do you respond <sighs> to that okay so i had a friend yeah sure sorry no that's right it's um yeah it's super Shit yep, direction and stuff. Yep, yep. No Directional, worries. that's the word. That's the uh, word. Depress- <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's one of them so, bloody, uh, directions. Direction <laughs> things. So if I'm at a dinner party and someone says, what do you do? Um, yeah, then you're like, oh, God, here we go. Uh, I play music. And then they're like, oh, that's nice. And then they're like, what sort of music? I'm like, stupid death metal. And then they just look at you awkwardly and like, okay. <laughs> And then you change the subject and that is done because they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, like, oh, oh, all right. Uh, okay. Cool, man. That's nice. <laughs> you just dismiss it straight away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't have an issue and they're like, okay, that's fine. We'll talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, trying to explain that stuff. It's just like an hour later. You're like, no, it's not. Uh, well, yeah, it sounds like noise, but that's kind of the idea. But it's still following the rules of music, and and then they're, they're just like glazing over, and you're just like, all right, I'm, I'm like that nerdy dude, it's just like, well, I think you're fine. <laughs> Put the charts away that you exactly, brought up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's a graph here, and then ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, and thankfully, I don't get invited to any dinner parties. So. <laughs> it definitely makes it easier. Yeah. Yes, that is good. Yeah, and man, the the death the death metal thing. Because I'm, I'm a fucking 
total noob with all of this <laughs> stuff. So I'm probably going to ask number one some stupid questions. That's fine. And number two, get some terminology really convincing. Hey, so that's like, all right. That's it's good. actually black metal man. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's not death. Yeah. <laughs> Just stand up and walk out. Yeah. Like ah oh, shit. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Headphones down. I think I ruined this. <laughs> so how how would you describe what you play? I guess that's the. Uh, well, the way I try and do it is just say it's this weird little niche of music that has evolved way faster than other styles because most of the dudes and girls that play it are nerds and and not competitive, but just always wanting to push the envelope and yeah. always wanting to go oh what's the next thing what's harder what's you know i can do that now maybe we should try this and stuff and like just trying to achieve like stupid amounts of technical excellence not yeah but in you know maybe in 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 detriment to taste <laughs> you know <laughs> like i'm just saying maybe yeah yeah you don't need to you know make that much noise for the whole album um <laughs> but yeah so it's it's just it's this weird little little tangent that's just gone so far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And people, normal people listen to it and they're just like, what the hell is this? Why is there like five trucks backing over a cat for 45 (laughs) minutes? What the hell? How does anyone enjoy this? But yeah, so, and then with all the videos and stuff online and stuff and Everyone just releasing new videos and like, oh shit, that's the new level of, you know, that's the the bar now. And it's just like, all right, we got to go to the next one, next one, next one. That's why it keeps moving so much and is so, so alien to many listeners, I think. Yeah. You know? Well, this is what I was thinking about that is it, it reminded me quite a lot of when you show someone, I guess, any kind of experimental stuff, but in particular, yeah. like some free jazz stuff or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You try and show that to someone that isn't dialed in with their ears with that. And yeah. you get the same thing. People going, are you the fuck is this like, yeah that's right you're taking the piss right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i mean i always reference it to like if it's older guys and people who are like oh i don't understand i'm like well if you played dizzy gillespie and charlie parker you know like the hard bop stuff turn that on at a pub out you know but fuck nowhere you will clear the room but yeah. they were like you know huge at their time like what was that 60s 50s you like you know so you know, there's always weird styles and stuff, and they've yeah, always yeah. been around. It's just people, you know, when they hear it, it just just freaks them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And there's the, I think a lot of the like sort of the image and the the mythology around yeah. it and all that sort of stuff too. Where you know that is ridiculous. Like yeah. I remember trying to tell my mum, she went like she went overseas to Italy and Europe years ago, yeah. and I gave her a list of bands I couldn't get in Australia CDs. So she was going into places and asking for bands like Pig Destroyer. Do you have any <laughs> suffocation here? <laughs> you know, like this nice little that's mom. Like, awesome. <laughs> and yeah, that just throws people off too. And yeah. I don't really get that side of it either. I'm just like, huh? But why? Just yeah, anyway. Yeah. And I, it's, it's the same thing as like going back to punk days with just shock value. Yeah. yeah. Shock value, shock value. And that's gone crazy as well. So I think these days it's sort of calming down. People are like, we don't have to be stupid like that now. We can just let the music do the thing, you know? Yeah. And not have weird, grotesque album covers and stupid titles and stuff, you know? Which is really good. It's just like, we just do the music. Just 
just like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder how much of that is like is the product of the transparency of of the internet. Because yeah. previously, you know, you would have there's no access to someone unless you write a letter, which may or may not get to that's some, true. So you yeah. can have method, whereas now it's like no, nope, just. Hit you up, Facebook, yep. all exactly. that sort of stuff. You know? yeah. Exactly, and I think a lot of fans realize nowadays that oh, we're just normal people. Like when, one of the first bands I was in, before, it was like MySpace was just starting up and stuff, and, and you know, two thousand three or something like that. It was a while ago, and um, yeah, there were rumors going around that we used to go around and sacrifice chooks and stuff like that. You know, yeah. and it's, and we were just like. What? No, I go and collect eggs from my chooks in the morning. <laughs> I don't kill them. Well, I mean, we're going to do that afterwards. Yeah, I, yeah. We're, I've got some chooks. Excellent. We'll, we'll, we'll have check a crack. Them. <laughs> but that's it. Like people, the rumors would just build because there was no actual direct contact with people wow. and info and stuff. And now, you know, people can see me posting videos of my kid falling in a puddle and they're like, oh, righto. Yeah. He's just. A normal guy, I guess. Yeah, just, just a dude doing, doing yeah, normal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there's older bands that I've toured with and stuff that desperately try to keep that mystique they had in the early 90s and stuff. Yeah, I'm fucking tough ass. Yeah, dude. And you look at him, you're like, oh, God, you're so dumb. Yeah. Seriously, you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, that side of it is really good, I think. It's just down to earth, normal, transparency. Yeah. And then people are like, Oh, okay. So it is more just about the music and they're not really doing weird shit and worshiping Satan and stuff, you know? Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. So that's been really good, I think. Yeah. I really like that. Just normal people playing weird music. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is with everyone pretty much. I mean, granted, you'll get a few really special people, you know, Um, and I've run into a few of them before. And usually they're the, like, ones that come up with amazing stuff, like mind-blowing stuff. Yeah. Um, but they are rare, you yeah, know? Yeah, So, yeah, it's good. It's just normal, normal people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just people, yeah, exactly. Because I, I I, definitely, like, one of the things that I get being in a bonnet about is when people are, are trying to portray themselves as something that is other than just a regular person. You know, yeah. someone will be putting a, a shiny persona on where they're like, ah, oh, super business and entrepreneur. Uh, and you're like, you just, fuck off, man. You're yeah. a person. Don't, <laughs> that's right. Just Everyone don't works. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So do you remember hearing that kind of extreme metal for the first time? Oh, yes. This is the best. Right. So I grew up in like hardcore Christian homeschooled. Knew uh, like four or five other families out in the country. And wow. like it was, you know, you go to church, do Bible study, do this, do that. And, you know, and I would have been about 10 or 11. And I was like, oh, silver chair. This is sick. It wasn't. And parents were like, oh, I don't know about that. No, credit to my parents. They were awesome. Like, further down the track, they were like, yeah. do you want to learn guitar or drums? What do you want? And I was like, drums. And I'm like, okay, get drums. Put it in a little thing and just let me play for four hours. And like, you know, that's your thing. Wow. Now. You yeah. know, so awesome. But they were concerned at the same time, you know, oh, maybe he'll do the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, I was like, oh, silver chair and offspring. Yeah, that's cool. And they're like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. And then... It would have been early 2000s. You remember Triple J, the racket was on. Not the racket. No, I can't remember what it was called back then. Oh. Um, full Metal, full full metal, metal racket? racket? Well, I think it was it that. Was definitely yeah, a thing. Sorry, yeah, it yeah. might have been. It's a long time ago now. Anyway, and I was just listening to the bed like, yeah, this is cool, some metal stuff. I had no idea about any of it really. I'm just like, oh, yeah, just testing the waters. And this 
band came on called Suffocation. And I was so scared I had to go, like, get out of bed and turn the light on in my room because I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> what was that? Holy crap. And I recorded on tape, you know, back in the day, cassette. Yeah. And it was just like I was just drawn back to it. I'm like, I don't know what is going on here, but the soundscapes and the weird textures and the drumming, like, I don't know what he's doing. And I was just like, this is my favorite thing ever. And, and I was just off the deep end and just hooked. Yeah. Like all my other friends are like, oh, yeah, started growing, you know, started with Limp Biscuit and, you know, a bit of Slipknot and Corn. I was just like, <laughs> straight to death metal, just like noise. I'm like, I love it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was it. I was just hooked. Yeah. And, and then I was just on a search to find more messed up, crazy, heavy stuff. And just like, and it wasn't like to impress my friends or anything. I didn't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> and if I did, from my homeschooling thing, they'd just like look at you like you had three eyes. Or yeah. something. You know, you're like go and immediately tell an adult. Exactly. And go, What's this guy doing? <laughs> Get mum. <laughs> so yeah, so it was just me just like going down the rabbit hole, finding the heaviest stuff I could and not having any idea about what the drumming was doing and the guitars and stuff. But how did they make that sound with the same instrument I had under my bunk? Yeah. I was like, what? What? How did this do this? Yeah, you know that was just like, all right, I need to figure this out. And that was before YouTube and everything. There were a few forums like Derek Roddy Forum, the George mm. Collius Forum, Collias. I don't know how you say it. Sorry, George. And you'd go there and you'd put your phone cable in, dial up, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, check it and read it, find out what a blast beat is. It's like, oh, sweet, run up and be like, <laughs> fuck, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, all right, a lot of practice ahead of me. And then yeah. uh, I was about 16 or something and I saved up for a double pedal. What was uh, it? What was the first one? DXP, $150. It looked like the clunkiest 80s piece of shit. And it literally was. The double spring on one side and then the yeah, spring on the other. Yeah, that's it. Another one. The big yeah. old chunky football. He's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You're like. How did the other guys get that fast yeah. <laughs> on this thing? What are they doing that I'm not? <laughs> so, yeah, and then after that, I remember, like, mum and dad coming to my room and be like, um, would you mind having a break? It's It's been five hours. <laughs> Me just going, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, I, should, I should probably have some food or have a drink or something. I think. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So, yeah, and that was it. I was just hooked. Yeah, And yeah. credit to my parents for putting up with me just making fucking abominable noises in my room. In the house, not like separate. Yeah. The whole house would have just been shaking for five hours. I, I don't know what they did. They probably just went out for a walk or something. Yeah. And I, and I had, like, brothers and sisters, you know. They were all there as well, just listening to me, just, like, making noises for hours on end so wow yeah it's very lucky with that and growing up in the country no noise restrictions yeah yeah there's that not neighbors behind the next exactly. wall going dude yeah uh, exactly um looking back on that now that was yeah i just took that for granted mm. you could make noise and stuff and yeah i see posts online now everyone's like oh just had another you know the police around again and trying to soundproof and it's going to cost me 20 grand i'm just like wow i was lucky like really fortunate to have that freedom just to go and hit shit whenever I wanted and everyone put up with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, very, very, very lucky with that. And then I kind of just kept 
as I did more and more, I took the drums and moved them out of the house into another little shed thing and then moved them a bit further down to another little outdoor thing we had and just kept going further and further because I, as I got older, you become more self-aware and you're like, this would really be pissing people off, I think. Yeah, this, I might, is, um, this is really loud. I might, <laughs> I might fix this. Yeah, I might try and do something about this. Um, yeah, and just kept moving it out, buying old mattresses and putting them up and stuff. And, and then when I did that, I was like, yeah, I can do that. And then I got triggers and it was like, oh, now the bass drum is running through a guitar amp. And it's like, and you're like, sorry, mom, dad. <laughs> I may have moved, but now you can hear me in clarity and you can hear all my fuck ups. <laughs> Every little, exactly. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hear me play this same pattern for two hours till I get it and stuff. Yeah. But that was so good. I still remember when I first started, I had three Beatles cassettes, a Radiohead cassette. And Presidents of the United States of America cassette. And I just have a Walkman and I just play with them till the batteries are flat and then go and get some more batteries. And I remember dad running down. He was a musician, so he played. Well, both of them were. They were in like a touring band in the 70s. Oh, really? Yeah, around Australia. Yeah, yeah. Some, I can't remember that. Ixthus, I think it was. Anyway, they played some of it once and we were like, oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was playing along with the Beatles, you know, learned, basically Ringo taught me drums, which is great. Yeah. And dad came running down one day and he's just like, yeah, well done. I'm like, what? He's like, all your fills are in time. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I so, did good. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was so good. So having other musicians in the, ba- in, you know, in the family and stuff, yeah. so useful. Just things like that. Yeah, man. So, you know, and my brother does the same thing. He's like, he uh, is a success story. He plays his own original music on violin, has double bass, guitar. It's like modern neoclassical folk sort of really hard to describe yeah but he's bought a property and built a house and stuff off it wow and i'm like it's so smart I'm like, yeah god damn you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i always look up to him like mad respect to him because it's just like he did it and doing yeah. his own stuff yeah forget about it like doing covers and shit you can sort of but doing original stuff and Taking on yourself to tour and stuff like that. It's a hard fucking road, man. Man. Yeah. That is tough. So, yeah. Did you ever do the covers thing? Like, was that was that a, a thing that... I did. Um, I did a bit of cover stuff. Mm. And it was just soul-destroying, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'd watch the TV in the corner of the pokies room while I was just like... You know, just, I'm just going to hold this groove and I'd just watch the TV and then the song instead, you know, end and I'd, and I'd just look around and be like, okay, now we'll do that again and stuff. And I mean, it was good. I did it because it was a really good learning experience for me. Yeah. Playing correct volumes, how to read a room, how to tune to a room, playing with other people, reading them like we didn't really rehearse or anything. So that was really good because with metal drumming, it's like volume is loud. Yeah. And the harder you hit, the better it sounds. So that's what you do. Um, and yeah, so I was like an acoustic guitar with a little amp and stuff. And I'm like, this is going to be really hard and really good for me. So I did that for a while. And then when I got to the point, like I said, where I was just watching TV in the corner while I was playing, I'm like, I think I've got what I need out of this now. Yeah, yeah I can that's just it. go and do, do other stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to do stuff like that just to push myself a bit and not get because metal drumming stuff is such, such a different world to all the other normal, like I say normal people, but 
you know, you know what I mean? Like normal people drumming. Yeah. Um, it's just so different. It's just such a different headspace. And you set up differently, you tune differently and approach the instrument differently. And it's, you, yeah, it's really hard to switch between the two. Yeah. Like normal quiet groove spacing, you know, just doing your thing. And then basically soloing at, you know, 260 BPM for an entire set. You got to mentally prepare yourself for that shit. So it's having yeah figuring out that difference like i'd put up a video recently where it was like i had to do all the fast stuff blast and stuff but then switch back to a groove straight away just a straight rock groove and that's the stuff that i've always struggled with because you've, you've literally just got to switch your mind your mindset off bam all right sit back relax do this don't play like that use your you know and then and then you got to go back forward and change and, and and lock in so yeah that's what i've been working on recently just that massive, massive jump in in approach to the instrument. Because I, I guess it's that thing with anything that's super specialized. It's mm. you, you know you, it takes so much to to get there, and that's something I want to I want to really dig into yeah. is exactly how much work that takes to get to that point yeah. where you're a, a functional metal drummer like yeah. that. Because it's if, like if for something that is is. I guess it's simple but not easy because it's like, yeah, a blast beat is you exactly. play. It's ACDC. Boom, gut, boom, gut. You know, it's like, yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. But, but yeah, <laughs> to execute that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Is, is fucking out of control, man. Yeah. And so you, I, I did a little bit of Googling beforehand because, yep. yep. you know, research and all Good that. Good on you. Um, Very professional. Yeah. <laughs> I, tr- I try. <laughs> it, may, it makes up for the, uh, Oh, no. I thought I had something. Never Not mind. Had a joke. No jokes. Fucking overrated. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you've you've talked about before how it's very much a training mindset. Not so much a practice, but like yeah. to get there. It's it's like you're physically training. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what does that process sort of look like for you from when you start getting that DXP pedal yep. to uh, now when you're able to do that? The one of the biggest things that so many metal drummers overlook when they're starting out is not about training your limbs and your muscles and getting the endurance and the cleanness. It's training your ears to hear note spacing and um, like consistency of playing at those stupid speeds. Because there's a certain point around maybe 200 BPM, 16th notes, where most people's brains will just go, now he's just playing fast and it's a noise. Yeah. And so many drummers, like new drummers, like metal dudes and stuff will post videos. Oh, yeah, fuck, let me do 260. And then you stop it or you record it and you slow it down. And they're dropping like six notes out of the bar, you know, and missing all this shit and flamming because they haven't got their ears trained. like yeah. that. And that takes just as long as getting your hands and your, your physical stuff up to speed. And having a studio obviously really helped with that yeah. like because you can zoom in you can get really nerdy and zoom in and go one two three four kicks to that bar one two three for that one one two three and a half for that one i've gone over the bar that you know yeah yep and i mean being that nerdy has its merits um i remember years ago we were on tour in italy somewhere and there was this drummer in the other band and he was fast as fuck and the other guys came up to me in the band and were like, he's really fast, but why isn't it impressive? Because um, 
He was. He was just all over the place. And it's still got to follow musical rules, you know. It's still got to fit within a grid and be this many notes to a bar. Shit's got to line up. And when you hear someone do that tight and properly, even general punters and stuff can be like, oh, wow, yeah, that sounds really good. He sounds like noise. This guy sounds bang on. So, yeah, ear training. I can't stress that enough. Being able to listen to yourself and be able to discern notes and stuff and stuff at super high speeds. So is that, did you build that through the process of sort of slowing it down or is it just sort of evolves over? I did over- the typical thing, mm. which was ADHD as fuck, way too much energy. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to spend three years playing as fast as I can. It'll be great. <laughs> I'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then as I got, you know, mid-20s, I'm like, Ah, and when I got my studio set up mm. and some dude sent this mid-tempo sort of thrash album, boom, ga, doom, ga, doom, ga, doom, ga, doo, 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 and he, I was, you know, that's it. I was rushing shit, flamming shit, and I'm like, ah, uh, I really have to go back to square one and yeah. play along to the Beatles again. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? that's it. That's it, because when you're playing metal stuff and we used to rehearse in a big empty shed and there'd be like, two quad boxes with a 5150 and then a Marshall over here with two quad boxes and everything's distorted. It's just like, yeah, I'm fucking nailing it. And you're so not. Yeah, you just can't hear what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like yeah. noise. So you're exactly. like, exactly. Oh, cool. yep. Close yeah. enough's good enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then studio stuff is like, oh, nope, not good enough. Yeah. Especially if people are paying for this, you know? They don't want to spend hours editing it and stuff like that. So but yeah, look, to get back to your question as well, sorry, like with as far as training and learning and stuff like that, it was just um repetition and just finding the joy in tiny little things like thinking positively and going yep my right arm is burning more than my left i'll see if i can get my left arm to burn more in this single stroke oh there we go yeah i'm like yeah now they're now they're hurting evenly (laughs) matched pain this is beautiful yeah (laughs) um and you know just letting everyone know there's difference between pain and muscle burn you know I'm very lucky I never injured myself when I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. Obviously, I knew enough and loved the instrument enough that if I did feel something that hurt, I would stop because like, no, I want to keep playing drums later, so I'm going to stop now. I'm not going to push through this and then that wrist is going to swell up and shit like that. Like, I had a few issues with my feet once and I, for some reason, I don't, I don't know why I did this. Credit to myself, I just stopped playing for a bit and just let it heal. And looking back, I was like, nothing else in my life I was that organized about. <laughs> just plow on through. But for some reason with drums, I'm like, oh, no, I better, I better be an adult about this. I better, <laughs> better have a rest. Yeah, yeah I'll sit exactly. out for a little while. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's just, yeah, repetition, um, finding the fun in it, in little things to make it worth, you know, so you're not just thinking, oh, bored. But going, oh, yeah, look, I can do that. And what if I add that foot in? No, I can't do that. So I'll, I'll add that in. Can't play a groove with my feet over this single stroke roll for 10 minutes. Can I reverse it? You know, just like how do I make this interesting for myself? And then it was interesting because I had a friend with ADHD. Or I'd never been diagnosed, nothing, no idea about it. And a few years ago, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm on medication for it. It's great because I'm studying now at uni, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. How did they diagnose it? And he was like, oh, well, this and this. And these are the traits. And he basically just listed off my entire personality. <laughs> and I'm just like, tick, tick. Yep, yep, had have that. You, have you read my bio? <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> man. 
But one of the things with it was the ability to hyper focus on one specific thing. Yeah. Um, and just go in deep on that and your brain just goes, you do this now. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. So I think I was kind of lucky with that. Yeah, yeah. And I do have a lot of like energy. <laughs> just I don't know where it comes from, but I'm just like, I just create it. And then I'm like, sweet. I think it's also like training. Like, you, you know, if your body, if you need to do something with your body, your brain goes, we need this. Yeah. Let's make this for you. Obviously, you need it to survive, you know. Yeah. So I think that has naturally increased as you know because you can never win at drums so you're never going to plateau so every time i do something for this speed in this length of time i'm like all right well now i've got to up that and then your body's like all right you're gonna need some more energy boy <laughs> yeah yeah that's it let's, let's make it. some more you yeah know? um so yeah i think everything just sort of grew at the same time and i read some amazing amazing shit right like a friend of mine told me about this he was like he was going to medical school and he's like, did you know that if you have fine muscle motor skills, your brain, instead of sending the nerve all the way to the brain, all the way out to your limbs, over years it creates a junction on your spine. And um, over the years, so instead of the nerve going all the way up to the brain, it just goes to a junction in the spine and goes back down. And that's where it says, you know, oh, you're doing this movement. Holy shit. And as you do it, this junction goes further down your spine. So the, the nerves have to go less, travel less, right? Instead of going up to your brain. And I'm like, oh, wow, that kind of makes sense. That's amazing that the body can just evolve to help you do shit like that, you know? Um, and the same with like the muscles in, in my, like weird muscles popping up out of it. I'm like, what is that for? And then when I'm <laughs> doing stuff, I'm like, oh, that one is popping out. It's going, ah. it's going yeah. And yeah. I'm like. So good. Yeah. So good. It's just like, you know, credit to the body for being able to pull off this shit. And, you know, you look at gymnasts and stuff and you're like, how is that possible? Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a big physical side to it. Yeah. Big. Um, but, yeah, everyone's always like the physical side, but there's big mental, you know, preparation, like I said before, listening and stuff as well. Um, and everything just sort of, at some stage, everything just sort of all meshes and ties together and you're like, ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> Got it. Is, yeah. do, you, do you know like that thing about the 10,000 hours? Yeah. yeah is yeah. that a real thing or is that a bit of a myth? So it's from, from the stuff I've read on it, it's, a, it's an oversimplification of that thing. It's sort of like just an averaging of the hours. Yeah. But it's basically... Yeah, I mean, it's it's more about quality of practice and about, um, I think the technical thing is myelinating neural pathways. Right. So that's it's a similar thing to with that junction. Yeah, yeah. You, there's a fatty sheath that builds up around the nerve. Yeah. So it's sort of like it goes from being a country road to a, a super highway ah, the more you do it. Awesome. And this is that muscle memory that people talk about is actually this it's really? myelinating a neural pathway so that's it's sort of it all ties into that yeah um yep. like but, evolving your body to, to yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. ten thousand the ten thousand hour number is kind of like an arbitrary right. number it's and just a it's, cool phrase yeah exactly <laughs> it's like, do your ten thousand mate yeah like, oh, i'll be done yeah, right. yep, sign those checks <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i've got the deposit on the yacht already let's fucking do it yeah <laughs> awesome Tick. yeah uh, okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, and something you something you talked about there, I think, is worth digging into because it kind of challenges one of the big orthodoxies of technique, yep. which is that as soon as you feel tension, you stop. 
That's it. Yeah, and yeah. The, the thing I find with that is the people that are spouting that as advice, number one, can't really articulate the difference between pain and tension. Mm. And number two, aren't doing shit that needs crazy fast speeds for crazy periods yeah. of time. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I, I reckon if you said that to any metal drummer, they'd be like, all right, man. Yeah, yeah you, sure. No, yeah. That's fine. Let's just see how you go with that. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. right. I think I was thinking about that as well. I think it's like someone getting out of bed and instantly trying to do 200 push-ups yeah. who've never done it before. They're going to fuck their shoulders. They'll get to 10 and be like, oh, I'm done. Um, so Maybe I then, think, bro, but me. Oh, fucking, exactly. Me you know. too, yeah. High fives. <laughs> 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 so I think if someone who just plays, oops, sorry, there's drums in this room. If someone who just plays like grooves and then sees a video of someone doing blast beats and then they go, ow, that's... That's of course you're going to fuck yourself up. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just going off the deep end and just trying to, you know, do that sort of stuff. And I think a lot of younger people have done that. Um, I've had some people message me and be like, "Oh yeah, I love your drum. I'm starting up. I'm doing all these practices at 260 BPM, and it's really fucking my wrist up." And I'm like, "Well, duh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've gone you deep end, man. Start and work slowly at that shit. And yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah, that's like you said. Like they don't know the difference between our my tendons about to snap, and that's some really good lactic acid build up in my muscles. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's listening to your body, listening to, you know, and you you figure out what you can do at a certain point. Like I know my left hand. If I have the symbols too high on my left hand side, and I hit a bit too hard, I will get pins and needles up there. Yeah, yeah. Will, it'll it'll turn up. So. I'm like, all right, well, I know my limit there. So I'm going to get the loudest, pingiest ride I can get. It's 15-inch hats. Big off, fuck off China. Keep it at a comfortable level there. And so when I do play fast, I don't have to hit the ride hard. The hats are there. The China's there. And, you know, so it's just like working with yourself and going, let's be sensible about this. Let's not get up and do 200 push-ups first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, build up. Do five. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So... Yeah, there was yeah the, there was some Tommy Igo issues going around a few months ago about that, and I was just like, fighting on the internet is you know <laughs> what's the point? Just let them do their thing. Yeah, if you've got to approach it sensibly and not just read shit other people have said and said, just take it verbatim. That'll work. Like you know, everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone has their limits. Everyone. Some dudes are just born to be able to fly at the drums you know yeah like i'm sure it's true like they have something in them in their bloodline somewhere that you know they're just fast and you know they have that drive and stuff and there's other people who can just nail the slowest groove and just perfect for it you know yeah yeah so it's just working with what you're good at i guess and, totally man yeah. yeah and i guess the other thing too is adaptation's a slow process like yeah people uh, think do that thing where they're like oh no i tried that for two weeks and it, it didn't work yeah. so now <laughs> now no nah, i don't do that man. i love that that's like, so bad on, in the metal in the metal drummer scene it's like yeah. oh so i youtube swivel technique on my feet did that for two weeks didn't hit 300 bpm so i'm gonna try heel toe for a week no nope, it didn't work all right maybe i'll spend seven grand on another set of pedals no, nah, they didn't work. <laughs> You're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Just get a fucking DXP pedal and just sit on it for five hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. That is it, unfortunately. No, there's no fast ways around it. Yeah. And that's that's an unpopular position because it's like, no, to do this, you have to 
you have and to And everyone's work. about instant gratification these days. So yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that too, let's develop like, oh, this new product. That's, it's reinventing the wheel. Yes. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it feels good, but it's, it's a bass drum pedal. Yeah. That's right. Do you see the Tama brought out a new direct drive and then Yamaha have done a new one as yeah. well? Yeah. I'm sure they'll be in so many videos soon. Dudes going... Yeah, look at that. so well. Must get it. Must buy. Bye, bye. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Have you seen... You know, um, there's a YouTube guy, Adam Neely. No. Ah, uh, I've just discovered him recently. Oh, hang on. Bass player? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the back of the taxi cab. Yes, that one. Yeah, I posted yeah, yeah. that. Dude. Some of his other stuff is brilliant. Yeah. Like he went to Nam and went to this other big gear expo thing and they were like, oh, you should, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll pay you to come here and do this and do a big content for it. <laughs> but he just ripped the shit out of it and just totally didn't give them what they want and made the whole thing about, does gear matter? <laughs> I'm like, you're my hero. I just love it. Yeah, standing exactly. ovation, sir. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Don't know how I got there, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Metal guys are so into gear. Like, I reckon if it wasn't for metal drummers, half the companies wouldn't exist in the capacity that they do. Because holy shit, we dropped some big bucks on ridiculous gear. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, I think I definitely need 12 splashes. For this one riff, so I might just go and buy 14 just to be safe. Yeah, you gotta have a couple of spares and arrange chromatically. Exactly, it's like the, the Bozzio exactly. kit of splashes. Yeah. yeah. And I'll yeah, and I'll need the latest and greatest, you know, four ply snare head and this and that. And uh just never any. And all the little trigger things, mm. e-kits and foot blasters and stuff. As soon as some company releases one, bang. Everyone's just like, oh my God, I need to get it, I need to get it, I need to get it. And you just see them posting up everywhere. And then and then all these posts like, oh, they're not working for me. <laughs> you go practice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, like metal guys love their gear. Yeah. And guitars and stuff as well. Like headless angled fret, fan frets and this, that and the other and shit. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Keeping someone in business. <laughs> oh man, totally. And because every tour manager I've spoken to that's worked with metal band, they're like, man, no one gives a fuck about their gear more than that. Like they will, there's some guys will have the gloves to touch their cymbals and you know, everything's polished after every gig and oh, yeah. It's full on. I'm man. the opposite of that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to do as well. Like yeah. I said before, just turn up and like it was some weird 1980s Tama kit on a rack last night with one busted leg and everything was clamped, like couldn't move any of it. And I was just like, yeah, that's good. I'll try and make this work. Yeah, which we should... Instead of, you know, freaking out. Oh my God, my Pearl Masters isn't here. You know. (laughs) Is this exactly where I taped it down on the rug? And this is... um, Fuck, I I really wish I was recording it beforehand because before we rolled, we were talking about, about that and in particular, like sort of breaking out of creative ruts and that sort of stuff. Um, mm. If you're happy to repeat oh, yeah, that, absolutely. So, that'd be rad. Yeah. So yeah, the metal drummers, like I said, huge kits. And I was, everyone has this though. Like every drummer has this. They get to a point where they're like, oh, I am creatively just stagnant at the moment. As I've got my go-to fills. I've got my go-to grooves. I do this, I do that. Um, and the best way for me to deal with that is just throw a spanner in there and so I went from double bass kit with crashes and chinas and cymbals and toms everywhere to a standard, which is rack tom, floor tom, kick and snare, and crash, crash, china, hats right. And 
I think I'm working for seven bands at the moment. So a lot of set lists, a lot of songs to remember. And I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to use that setup live for all these bands from now on. And, oh, it was, yeah, talk about stressing out at first. Yeah. Like the first few times. And just forcing yourself to go, all right, I usually go. I hear I'm like, shit, no Tom. Whoops, next one. <laughs> he leaves so much space in his plane, yeah. man. <laughs> Those gaps are amazing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you just have to do shit differently. You're like, all right, so I've got a ride here. That can be my first Tom. And then I'll go to my hats instead of going around there. So I'll be like, and then I'll add some kicks in here to fill that space where the Tom wasn't. And I don't have a splash there, so I'm going to have to, you know, China, but get it out of the way. So I have to choke it quickly so it doesn't get in the way of this and that. And trying to think of that on the gig with beep, boop, 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 beep, boop behind you and the rest of the band just going, we haven't rehearsed, so we're just following you, you know. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. some pressure. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that's been really good. And I have my big kit set up in my studio and then I've got that one up the other end, not mic'd up or anything. I've just got a room mic on it and stuff. And I switched between the two. Yeah, yeah. And that's really good. It's just like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I've got to figure that out. And then I go back to the other one. I'm like, why don't I try some of those fills I did on that little kid on this one? Just simple shit, like move stuff and makes you just just snap out of your comfort zone a bit. Yeah. Um, that's really good. And then the other thing, like I said, I was doing was going to a venue and they're like, oh, do you want to know the specs and stuff? And I'm like, no, nope, don't even, I don't want to know anything about the kit. Don't tell me anything. I'll just get there and just use what's there. And so you get here like, oh boy, oh no. <laughs> yeah, this, this could be good or terrible. Exactly. <laughs> I did a, a show uh, recently in Melbourne with Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Um, and then I had no idea. And it was this beautiful like Pearl reference or something like that. Yeah. It was great. Except I had like, my flight was delayed by like two hours and stuff. And I was like, ran on stage. From from the lift to the from the airport, ran on stage, started setting up. <laughs> like, no yeah. warm up, nothing, straight into blast. I'm like, oh my god, come on, come on, nerves, get yeah. me through we've, this. We've done this before. We've yep. done this before. Exactly. Which, exactly. I guess that's the thing too, man. Like you've you've toured a whole bunch as well mm. too. There's, it seems like like things like warm ups and that sort of stuff you can't be too anal about because the reality of touring is that shit happens yes. and you kind of just have to be able to go all right we'll make it work yeah exactly and i love that challenge i feel like it's like a little like a little trophy like you know i'm like nothing's gone right we've lost the bass player flat tire this that no idea we're late i haven't had eaten for like eight hours let's make this work let's get this done that's what i love like uh dave haley from psychroptic and stuff they used to have a saying just getting it done, you know? Like, who gives a shit? What happens? Get the job done. Yep. And I adopted that. And it's just so good because it's so easy to go down the panic road and just be like, oh, my God, nothing's right. Oh, no, I don't have my warm-up pad and I don't have my ankle weights, and you know? And it's just like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Who are you? You're no one. Like, no one gives a shit about you. Just, you're just some band. Yeah. Just get it done and, and enjoy it. So... Like, as far as warm-up goes before shows, I'll sit there and just air drum on my feet and then with the sticks, just on the back of a chair for a bit, a bit of a stretch. And I don't try and overdo it and overthink it and stuff. Yeah. Because once, when you're up there and you're doing really 
like there's really fast sections or something. It's all about taking a step back from yourself and control and going, look, you know, this is a hard bit. You know, I know you can't hear your snare over this. You can hear your kicks and your ride and stuff and you hear the click. Just think about something else. Like the best shows I've done is where I'm like thinking about my kids and stuff at home because I often just uh, sell, huge self-doubt like, you know, oh, you're going to fuck this up. And then you do because you're like, here we go. You're going to fuck this fill up. Oh, fuck. Yep. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn you, me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's just because, yeah, if, you, if you're like, oh, my God, here we go. Blah, 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 you just cramp up. You're done. Right. Complete right off. So it's just about breathing, posture, relax. Think about something else. It's not important. You know, just enjoy shit and get through it. And that's something that takes years to get to as well, like to, to be able to be on in the moment, but step out of yourself a bit and go, hang on, look, calm down, get this done, just get through it, you'll be fine, you know. Uh, it just takes time and, and, and shows and shows and hundreds of shows and seeing every possible fuck-up scenario, <laughs> you know. Yeah, man, I feel like that's totally it. Because you, I... Uh, even when I was doing harder hitting stuff, yeah. I would like, at least early on in, in my gigging, I would hit way harder in the first three songs than I had yes. ever done in rehearsal, blow my grip completely <laughs> yes. and then go, oh, fuck, I'm going to spend the rest of the gig trying to be able to actually exactly. hold the drumstick. <laughs> it's just, and I can yeah. imagine with something where you're so, you're so fast and like even a 5% increase in yeah. velocity, just all of a sudden Boom, your muscles gone. are like, hey, man. What are you going to do now? Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> just flail up there. I guess I'll go to Quavers. Exactly. Of- <laughs> just going to groove this bit out, man. It's going to sound yeah. sick. Let's <laughs> try something different. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, it just takes time and being able to control that is such, it's still a pain in the ass for me. I still do it. Yeah. I was, I'm playing with, I played a gig last night with this band Rise of Avernus and it's like, Big, open, doomy, orchestral, huge sections. And I I had the opposite. Like, I have so much time to think between hits. Like, I'm second guess. I completely forgot to hit the snare in a fucking 4-4. Like, boom. Whoops, boom. Cut. (laughs) Because I'm like, I'm probably going to fuck this up. Yeah, it did. (laughs) You just can't win. Yeah, Like, if it's too fast, you fuck up. If it's too slow, you fuck up. What, what? I'm just going home. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's like little glimpses enough of like the like the flow state or like yes. the perfect moment. Yes. It's like enough to just keep you interested, but never enough that you're like, well, I feel like I've got a handle on this now. Yeah, that's right. Which is, you know, it's the, it's the beauty and the curse of it all at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, you have a little bit, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm on top of this. And then you just fuck up something. You're like, oh, start again. <laughs> I'll build that confidence back up in the next song. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's... um. It's good doing that sort of stuff and playing slow is the best thing ever. Like really slow and trying to nail, you know. Yeah. I don't do that enough. And I'd love to, like there's so much I cannot do for the life of me. And I see like guys like Pete Drummond putting stuff up. I'm like, oh, that is, am- he's just melted my face with a fucking practice pad and a couple of sticks. Yeah. You know, reverse flam parrot. I'm just like, I'd- what? Yeah. H- how? I'm so insignificant. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. We call that the Pete Drummond effect. That's I know. Like, it's just, oh, just mind-blowing, man. So yeah. good. And yeah. it just 
really makes you go, yeah, I can do 1% of drums, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> I'm like nothing. And it's, yeah, just stuff like that is so good. I love to get into that independence and, you know, because I can't read to save my life because I started on clarinet and stuff and I could read because um, dad was like, you know, learn a real instrument. Well, the the reason why I play drums is because the clarinet teacher at the conservatorium on the coast wouldn't teach anyone under 12. And I was 11. And my dad played clarinet just like mucking around. But yeah, there's a clarinet drum connection. Uh, Look at that. Everyone starts (laughs) starts on the clarinet. So if you haven't played clarinet, go and play it. Exactly. Give it a shot. (laughs) Turns out it's sponsored by a clarinet company. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you buy Selma? Yeah. yeah, and I can't remember where I was with that. But anyway. Clarinet reading. Reading, that's yeah, yeah. it. Um, I'd love to be able to do that. Like seeing someone see shit on a page and then transfer it to their hands. I'm like, that's incredible. My brain does not do that. It just sees dots and shit. And then my brain's like, not nah, I don't know. And my hands just, I'll just do this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And brain's out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, and that was really... Um, really obvious ones. I did drums for um, like a play, stage play, just playing brushes, you know, some old 1940s show. And um, they're like, oh, that's awesome. That's so good. I was just making it up, you know. Oh, thank you so much for that. We've got another another play we're doing. He's like, yeah, sweet. We've got a conductor and musical director and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's all right. I don't read. Just letting you know. And he's like, no, that's all right. He just expected that I don't read meant I could read, but just not really well. Yeah. So I just got there and just sat there through this like first rehearsal, just like, oh, I'm going to cry in a minute. Because <laughs> I was only like 17 or something. And they just like put the sheet music in front of me. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> ding, 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 I, I think. <laughs> I'm just like, God. Oh. So I'd love to be able to do that. But yeah, having time yeah, with bands and work and family and stuff, it's just not going to happen. I've just got to accept and be at peace with what I do and just keep down that path and enjoy that. And, you know, other people can, you know, Pete can do his amazing shit yeah. and let him be amazing at that because he is, you know, and it's just like, no, no, just be happy with what you do and do, you know, that saying, do you, I hate that. But yeah. Yeah. to a degree, it's right. You know, it's like, yeah. don't try and spread yourself out and, and be okay at everything. I don't know. Some people are good at that, you know. They'll get by and they can do a, a Latin gig and they can do get through a jazz gig and stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think they get called up to do a fucking black metal gig. So Totally. Yeah. You know, it's like I am kind of in a – I remember I think Andre Corbin, a uh, really nice guy down in Wollongong. I bought some gear off him ages ago. Hmm. He was like, yeah, but – he was talking about payment for gigs and stuff like that and how that works. And I just, I just laid out. I was like, oh, I do. I pay. I charge this much and this much, and that's what I do. And he's like, Oh yeah, but it's different for you because you're the only one that can really do that sort of stuff. And I was like, Oh fuck yeah! I didn't think of that. Wow. And that was really, it was really good sort of like backhanded compliment. I think I was like, Ah oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess that's right. That's yeah. right. I mean, obviously, there's other drummers in Australia, like Dan Preslin, oh, incredible. Dave is like the godfather of it all. Like, I used to be in a band called the Amenta, and I messaged him on MySpace, right? This is how long ago it was. Yeah. Just saying, oh, Dave Haley's in your band. Um, but if he's busy with his other band, Psychroptic, 
I'm, I'd love to come in and just do, a, you know, back up, you know, just, you know, just sub for him or whatever. That's, you know, that'd be really cool. And, and ended up doing that. Um, but I'd never met him before and stuff like that. And then we ended up at the same rehearsal because I'd do a set and he'd do a set because he couldn't do this gig and I'd do this gig and it was just easier. So I'd play and I'm like, yeah, sick, I'm so good, woo And then he'd get on the kit and I was just like, holy fuck, yeah, yeah. that is incredible. Yeah. So dudes like Dave and stuff, if it wasn't for him, just setting that bar so high, so long ago, you know, in Australia. Yeah. Just awesome. Just an amazing dude. And now he's off, you know, running his own touring company and stuff like that and pulling in big bands and stuff. I'm just like, you are a go-getter. You you know, I, you're doing it. <laughs> he's fucking legend. Love it. Dude, so, that's awesome. Yeah. And same with Dan, Dan Preslin from Neo. Like, I, I have this weird, weird condition where I'm genuinely happy when other people are succeeding. <laughs> Doesn't seem to happen a lot on the internet. Dude, not, and, not at and all. like, you know, like other people. Um, but yeah, like seeing Dan do all that stuff and just thousands of views and comments and shit. I'm just like, fuck yeah. yeah. You are nailing it and like reaping all those out. Because I know exactly what he's going through as far as practice behind the scenes and stuff. I'm doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. Dave's doing exactly the same thing. And it's just seeing that. I'm just like, oh. Get, like literally getting goosebumps just seeing all these comments on his videos and stuff. I'm like, fucking legend. Good on you. And this is, there's something, there's something really interesting with that thing of like being happy for, for other people's success. Mm. Generally, the people that, and massively stereotyping here, yeah, no, it fine. seems like the people that are genuinely happy when someone else is successful are the people that are doing the work themselves as well. Yeah, too. that's right. You know, because there's a real connection and a appreciation of work. Yeah, stuff, you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you have the internet warriors. Ah, fuck it, you know, I do better than that. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that's like, it. All right, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah, on you. Good, good on, on you, champ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a great one of that. It was like a um, it was band Somnium Knox I played for and did the album and stuff. And some old dude posted on a YouTube thing. Oh yeah, I used to do all those blast beats back in the day. Obviously, this is edited to shit, and it's not real drummer. I'm just like, uh, all right, yeah, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> just gloss over that comment. Yeah, because what can you do? It's like you get drawn into an argument with some, dirt, and then you're like, wait a second, I'm arguing with someone who is like the middle of fucking, I don't know, but exactly. fuck anywhere. Exactly. That's what you got to think of. I, I, I imagine. This fat four-year-old dude sitting on his couch in Arizona somewhere, yeah, with beers around him, and and just like, yeah, my better than you, mate. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, just let it go. Yeah, all right, so, all right. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. I was watching the interview. I can't remember his name. Da- oh, David Leipold. Dave. Dave. Le- He's an amazing. I think he's Austrian. Incredible extreme drummer, and just blew up on the internet. Just yeah. huge. And in the interview, he actually said, "Yeah, I actually took a break." because of a lot of the negative comments were really getting to me. Fuck. And I'm like, oh, how, like, destroying is that? Like, yeah. to have people just be mean for the sake of them feeling better about themselves to this amazing dude who has just given his, like, entire life to this little thing and just nailing it. And people are just like, nah, yeah, fuck shit. Yeah. Nah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Humans. Worst. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the internet isn't renowned for bringing out the best in humanity. No. And unfortunately, because yeah. I was 
so isolated where I was, everything was the internet for me. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everything course. was. Like the only way I learned about shit was that. I remember trying to order a, a, a band's album through like the local sanity and they couldn't find it and then it took six months to come in and stuff. You know, that's what it was like out there. It was just like, nah, nah, it doesn't exist. No, it's just, just nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, So yeah. It, it was the internet for me. Like, it was just like, that, that was my little home. I'd go and read on the forums and go home and practice and, you know. So, and it's amazing how it's evolved, all that side of it, like, you know, Instagram dramas and videos and stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah. So, I was a couple of years ago, I was, when I was starting to get a bit more uh, session work, I'm like, oh, I should be organized and do videos. You know, I was looking at Dan's videos and stuff. I'm like, man, he's killing it. That's so cool. And I didn't want to do, well, the problem was I didn't have time. Yeah. You know, I didn't have time to go today. I'm going to film a playthrough and it'll take this many hours and then I have to mix it all. I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to do honest and just down to earth. So I just put my phone up. My kit was always mic'd up for yeah. session work. This is what I'm practicing right now. This is part of my practice regime or this is what I'm recording. And I just hit record and just chuck that up. Yeah. Because I realize I hate the idea of promoting yourself like that. Like oh, yeah. It, yeah. you feel just so grotty and like self-centered and stuff. And I struggled with it for a while putting videos up because like for 2007, 2016, I think it was like five videos of me online or something like that. You know, just I was like, no, not interested. Don't want to do that. Yeah. But then I was like, I like playing with bands and I like doing studio stuff. I probably should advertise myself a bit more. So, um, yes, I started buying the bullet and actually doing some videos, but just little snippets and stuff. And I didn't want it to be like too pretentious, like multi-angles and, you know, lighting and stuff like that. It's just like, no, this is just honest, me doing shit. And it'll go for 30 seconds. That's all you're getting. <laughs> because that's, that's, the only, that's about the amount of time. I could bother editing and shit like that. Yeah, yeah and enough. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I've got 10 minutes to upload this while I, you know, send this file. So I'll do that. That's it. But that has really helped a lot. So, and like, it makes you realize just how powerful all that shit is for networking and picking up work and and just, you know, I mean... <laughs> You see, you see a lot of comments and, oh, it's amazing. It's like, that's good. And then I'm like, there's people who do that just for the comments though. Yeah. I'm like, I couldn't, that, that'd just be weird. And all those sort of little like artificial engagement things where they'll be like, yeah. what's your favorite? This. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's like, man, just fucking don't do that. Yeah. Come on. Just, yeah. Don't just put it out there and enjoy it. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I disregard comments and stuff like, and people, you know, saying that's good and stuff like, that's great. I'll get up in the, I'll put a video overnight. I'll get up in the morning and read a few. I'm like, oh, sweet. Dude, it's I like, don't need a coffee today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck that. I'm going to have a coffee yeah. anyway. Oh, just double up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coffee yeah. and pumped. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just like, the main goal of that is to find other musicians who want to work with me and just get your name out there a bit and stuff. Yeah. So, because yeah, validation's nice. And, you know, it it's, is. It's, yeah. But as long as that's not the fundamental thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is like, yeah. So, and there's like, I mean, I don't mean to speak down to anyone, but there's so many people that just do that. I'm just yeah. like, but that's not the point of music and drums. Like, 
No. <laughs> just no. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I, I man, I struggle with that a lot. And mm. I've, I've, I've um, yeah, I still haven't figured out a balance that feels right. Yeah. And definitely like with the with the podcast marketing, I've gone completely the other way. Really? Yeah. Where yep. it's like I, I, I post when I've got an episode. Yep. That's it. That's no. It. So stay tuned. Big news coming soon. You know, Dude, watch this space. None of that. <laughs> not only that too, I don't I don't follow anyone on those social media accounts. Yeah. And I don't do any like if someone comments, I'll comment back, but yep. I don't go hunting interaction. Yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm sure I could I could push it more and yep. it would get more people listening and it would be great and I could maybe monetize it and Yeah, that's right. But I I still can't reconcile that with with being okay with that and yeah. not feeling like I'm sort of slimily marketing. <laughs> that's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a great post, uh, a quote. What was this? I can't remember it word for word, but it was something like, when you create art or create something, you're expecting complete strangers to invest their time and their attention and stuff on something that you've created. Like, who the fuck do you think you are to do yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so I've always struggled with that. I'm like, why would anyone care what I'm doing? Yeah. And why? So that's why I never really did, yeah, the internet presence thing until recently. Yeah. Um, and then people were asking about instructional things. So I had to get a video and talk online. I talk in a video? I made a video right about my hand technique. And I deleted like six of those because I'm just like, you sound like such a mong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. so embarrassed because someone else posts this instead of me. <laughs> And I did it like six months ago. It took me that long to post it. Yeah. Because um, I just posted it recently. I'm like, fine, I better do it. Yeah, fuck, I got it. All right. Because right. I was just having people ask the same questions and I'm like, I've, I've explained this a lot. I'll, fine, I'll just do the video. <laughs> yeah, here you go. go. Here you go. Peg everyone yep. in it. There you go. Done. Yeah. So, yeah. And then there's uh, so many people doing instructional videos and stuff. And people are like, you should do an instructional video. I'm like, no, you don't need that. Absolutely not. <laughs> If you want to see how to do something, go and get, you know, the pros, Weckle and stuff. Because it all applies. Yeah. You know, across the board. It all works no matter what. Just go and do that. You don't need another dude clogging up the internet with, oh, this is how I do this and stuff. It's just like, what I do is I hit the drum. <laughs> I and, uh, do that. And I hit the pedals. I do like a 30-second instruction yeah, video. Right. So I just sort of go, <laughs> thank you very much, credits. <laughs> That would be fucking Repeat. awesome. Yeah. I paid $700 for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for the house extension, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Just go big time. Just start wearing fur and like yeah. gold sunnies the whole time. It's changed since he did that instructional, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to I wanna dig into the recording side a little bit as well too. Yeah. Because some, something that um, you've talked about online before, which... I think is like is really interesting to look at is talking about working up to the point where you're not using triggers in your recording setup. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's... what's what what's inspired that? Like um well so it goes back a few years right. Um obviously I'm a Sona nerd, right? Sonor. Um <laughs> Sonor. I never knew is that how you pronounce it until I watched some like factory video from 1994 and the guy's like Sonor. I'm like, "What?" Sona. <laughs> Mate, come With on. An a. <laughs> Sonor. Pasty. Pasty. Bloody sorted. All right. Canopus. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I had like normal 
Force 3001 kit and then like an old time rock star and stuff like that. And mm. I was like, all right, if I'm going to do studio stuff, I want good gear. Yeah. So I bought and sold and traded and bought and sold and traded for like three years or something. Just upgrade. You know that start with a paperclip, end with a house scenario? Yep. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do that with drums. I'll just see how it goes. Yeah. I might piss some people off on the way. And I'm sorry about that. Like I remember selling a China for a hundred bucks more than I bought it and stuff like that. You know, yeah. like every now and then I was like, because my kit was sitting in customs and I needed $300 to get it out. And I'm like, sell this China quick. Get, please, 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 please buy it. And so yeah. I did. And then I got my kit, you know, I, I, I wouldn't do that day to day. Like, yeah, fucking made sneaky 50 bucks, you know? Um, but yeah, so I bought and sold and, and I bought old kits and did them up and did them up and, Eventually got my beautiful Sonar signature kit, which is like an old 80s vintage. It's like pre-SQ2. Yeah. It was their flagship model. Is that Thick Beach? Yeah, it's like thick. It has like an inch or two inches thick, like 12-ply. Yeah. And then it's got Babinga inside and outside. Yeah. So, it's, oh, my God. Beautiful, man. I tracked it down and this really, really lovely guy, Carsten in Germany, who's a collector, just had like walls of like snares and stuff, like rare vintage snares. And I'm just like, <gasps> wow. And he tracked it down for me, packed it beautifully, shipped it over, and I finally had the money for it and stuff. And I had this beautiful kit. I sounded insane. Like the low end on that kit is so controlled and clear. Like, you know, you tune some kits down low and they just go brown, flabby and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This was just like, I'm like, wow, this is what good kits sound like and feel like, you know. It was just amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I did snares as well. Ended up with fucking incredible snares somehow. And so I had this beautiful kit and I'm like, the fuck do I have? a fucking 18-bit sample going through my Elisa's DM5 on this kick. fuck am I doing? <laughs> These things cost me like $400 just to ship them yeah. from Germany, you know, let alone how much I paid for them. Yeah. Um, so I was like, right, I'm going to, I really want to do this. So I just nerded out again, just went from full nerd session. I went like clear single-ply ambassadors. Yeah. Which is unheard of on, you know. It's usually like super kicks and like yeah, that exactly. sort of stuff. Yeah, like exactly. Like power stroke threes. And people put one of those ambassadors on. Yeah, nah. Yeah. And, and then I got um, the big Danmar, or no, Gibraltar copies, the big red wood beta ones, um, just for the weight and the heaviness behind it. Whack. And yeah, because the thin heads, they create that attack. And I didn't need any more low end out of these monster kicks because they were huge. Yeah. Um, I was like literally dialing out low end when I was mixing them and stuff like these are too big. So I had all that room to move. So yeah. And then I was like, all right, I want to do this. I just want natural drums everywhere. Cause I'm, the more I did recording, the more I realized, yeah, better source, better, better result. Yeah. You know, don't, don't fucking mess around with EQs and compressors until it doesn't sound like a kit anymore. Get it right from the start. Tune it. Hit it right. That was the other thing about studio stuff. Learning to hit right. You know, like hit it hard, consistent, you know, perfect. Light on the cymbals, you know, hard on the snare. Smack the crap out of your toms. Um, yeah, so it was just like that sort of thing. Like I want to see if I can just make this sound beautiful and cool and, and work as is. Yeah. But it is so hard. So incredibly hard to get bass drums that are meant to go to go <laughs> like what are you doing it is the the worst instrument to make that sound polar opposite yeah, exactly yeah. 
Um, so it's, and I was, instead of having that audible, typical metal click, 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 I wanted that where a certain frequency where you can feel it a bit, like a higher, low, mid sort of thing, where it just punches through the mix without being like tick, 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 you know, like no one wants that sound. It's dumb. Um, so yeah, just trying to work with that. And I'm still working on it. Still, you know, I need, I want to change the mics, get some better mics and for kicks and stuff like that. And yeah, but it's so fun. You just go there and nerd out and you just dunk, 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 listen back. Oh, yeah, that sounds really good. All right. And then you put it in a mix with like guitars and stuff and it's just gone. Yeah. You're like, uh, all right, going to have to rethink that. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you're like trying to EQ it and compress it and stuff. You're like, oh, now I have a lot of cymbals coming from my kick mics. That's not common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the one I want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I just love doing that. And it would be great to get that just organic real sounds i think the the tempos of extreme metal and stuff is yeah you got to be sensible like at a certain tempo it's not going to happen yeah but fucking write stuff or play stuff that is within the limits of the instrument uh, as far as you know miking and getting a clear sound and stuff no one's going to be like oh uh, that's not 270 bpm it's only 230 bpm <laughs> and if they are fuck them <laughs> I don't need you in my life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, but, yeah, it's just constant building and learning and, and just geeking out on it. It's great. I love it. And there's, there's so much counterintuitive shit with studio stuff mm. where it's like you were, I think, just even learning the fact that the microphones are going to hear it differently yes. and that what sounds good when you're on top of it doesn't necessarily exactly yeah people get on my kit and they're like oh this is so awkward to play and they sound so dead and i hit record yeah but listen to this and they're like yeah that's this kit i'm like yeah exactly exactly because you don't play a fucking snare drum with your ear two inches away from it and if you did you tune it a lot differently (laughs) you know yeah um yeah that's something that just drummers don't seem to get tuning and stuff yeah it's like it is hard. It's weird and it's like some weird witchcraft going on. <laughs> but yeah, just do it more and more. That's what I used to do. I just set up a mic, tune the tom way up, like stupid high. Bang! I'm like, yep, that sounds awful. And I just bring this one down, boom, bring this one down. What's this? Same. And you just learn so much quicker. That's like three years of tuning experience in an hour, you know? It's yeah. just like, oh, okay, now I got a way better idea instead of just accidentally stumbling across this tuning combination five years down the track. Yeah. You know, that's just what so many people do. Like, yeah. or they'll go into a studio and use another kit and be like, this sounds great. What have you done? Oh, I see. I could have been doing that five years ago. <laughs> oh man. And I'd love to be able to take credit for this, but it's, it's a Benny Greb oh, yeah. thing with, yeah. with tuning. But it's like, there's a question of reps there. If you only reskin your kit twice a year. Yeah. Of course you're not going to be good at tuning. You, yeah, you do it two times a year. That's right. That's nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's like That's pull so a drum true. off a stand and detune it every day for a month. Yeah. Yeah. And you're never going to have a problem with that drum again. Exactly. You're going to go, I know this intimately now. Yeah. That is yeah. so true. And same with like when you go into gear with head choices and stuff. Yeah. I'd like, I'd have a couple of hundred bucks from a session gig left over. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and buy four different snare heads. Yeah. And I'll just whack them on this snare and I'll see how they sound on the birch snare versus the brass versus, you know, the steel one. Oh, this works really well. This one chokes the, the steel one up. Brass, you know, I, I can't do anything wrong with the fucking bell bronze thing. Like, oh, dude, 
Yeah. yeah you, fuck, you put a piece of cardboard on it, it sounds good. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah, that's some nice cardboard. <laughs> um, but yeah, same thing. And, and same with the kick heads. Like, why the fuck don't I put on some kick heads that no one ever uses? Like, last choice for any drummer, unless you're like a jazz dude with a bop size 18 kit or something, you know. And lo and behold, it worked. It was like the clearest and had the most attack and the most clarity. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Happy mistake. Yeah. So, no, it's really good. How are we for time? Hell yeah. Heaps of time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've been going, going an hour and 10 so far. Wow. How it's much just, do people want to listen to me? Oh, it's a million dollar question. I'm just amazed <laughs> anyone listens at all to me. <laughs> and man, I, I totally, you know what you were talking about with the, um the like trying to do a hand technique video on it. Yeah. It, introductions to this shit is exactly that. Yeah. It's just, I, I end up furious at myself going, you Fucking dude, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and just end up going, right, you get one more and that's it. Yeah, that's no it. More. Yeah. No more, no more. No one else cares away, about dude. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the weirdest thing to try and talk to a, a non-existent person. Yes. Just go, Your brain's like, you're going to fuck up? You're going to fuck up? That's like me playing drums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, pres- don't mispronounce the band. Don't, oh, you mispronounce oh, the band. That's it. Fuck. All right, mm. let's do it again. Say eight of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just cut it in. <laughs> Quick frown for Fox jumped over the lazy dog. I'm ready to do the introduction. Oh, man, that's oh, it. Yeah. Um, that's good. I guess just a couple more things. One's just, just purely out of fucking interest. Mm. So you, you grew up in the country. Yep. You live out of town. Yes. Have you ever done the city thing? I did. I lived in Sydney for about six months. Yeah. And just hated it. Yeah. It yeah. was the worst. It was just like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm very much inspired by just, you know, getting up and seeing a sunrise in the morning. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, fuck, I've been staring at that for 10 minutes. I should go and do some work. <laughs> 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 you know, just fucking space cadet. You're just like, oh, pretty tree over there that's nice yeah and there's nothing like that in the city yeah and i I moved there to get norse the band started and stuff and it was just a bunch of crazy party dudes and i don't drink or smoke or anything like that never have Mm. and i come home there was like kegs on the table on tuesday afternoon i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna have to clean up and do all this and stuff yeah. so i was like the mum of the house and yeah i was just like nah and then my car blew ahead and I had no vehicle. I'm like, Mum, Dad, I'm coming back home. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm done like, with this. I'm done. I'm uh, gonna, yeah, I'm going to get a job out in the farm and just chill out out there. And yeah, I'm just like, I'm more than happy to live out in the country and travel to do stuff. Like bands are happy to pay me for expenses. That's great. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can come to rehearsal. It'll be 80 bucks, you know? And they're like, yeah, that's not no problem. That's fine. I'm like, okay, sweet. If, you're, if you want to pay that, I'm happy. Yeah, And I was saying last night, like the whole money thing, charging for stuff that I don't think I'm worth at all. You know, it's so hard as well. You feel like the biggest piece of shit. But over time I've realized if you just fucking state what what you think you're worth, like, okay, so I'm 180 or 200 a gig plus expenses plus this and that. You just say it to them. I'm so amazed at how many bands are like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, it's like, cool. What? Really? I thought you were just going to like give me the finger and walk off then. Now I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Fucking money is, oh. And like, I wouldn't, I, said, I was saying this as well last night to a friend of mine. If, if I didn't have kids and 
expense and stuff. No way would I be charging people in the metal scene who don't have any money anyway and need flawless or huge productions for their albums and stuff and are hemorrhaging money. No way. Because I've been there. I know exactly what it's like. But it's just having, you know, having responsibilities back home. Yeah. You're like, all right, I guess I better pay for school. Exactly. Yes. Food and <laughs> education. You know, these things. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You want power in your house? Oh, God damn it. Oh, so needy. <laughs> oh, just candles. Oh, fine. Work yeah, before. It. It's bloody romantic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um something. I'm okay with it now. But, yeah, starting off, I was just like, oh, I'm really sorry, but I need some money. <laughs> and it's it's definitely better than the alternative, which is where you, you either lowball yourself or don't charge and then – get resentful of the fact that you're, exactly. you're like, man, I just spent f- fucking 60 bucks in fuel. Mm-hmm. I'm out of pocket to do this gig Exactly. Yeah. An entire week away, weekend away from my kids and stuff. Yeah. And I've got to go back and make up money at work. And it's just like, no. Either I, the, the drums pay for themselves and a little bit more to pay for help with family stuff. Or I can't, I can't justify it. That was the thing. I couldn't justify it to myself and be like putting family behind that and stuff. I'm like, no, no. I need to come home with something in my pocket for this. Yeah. So I can look after them, you know. Yeah. And so many good dudes in metal bands, I think, which is really cool. So like very few egos because it's so grassroots and so hard to make it work because, you know, you're lucky to get 50 people to a show in Australia. You know, like 200 people a show. It's like, what? You What? Incredible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So people just have that expectation of you're gonna eat shit and that's it and it just keeps everyone grounded like very few bands have i met somewhere i'm like oh god you're a wanker they're just awesome just really cool people and i love that so yeah well there's a shared thing of like doing a really niche yeah that's right thing like that where it's like man like fuck i get it instant connection Yeah. yeah i know where you've been you know where i've been Let's let's make this happen together and just enjoy it and have good fun, you know. So, and it's such an angry style of music. Like any issues you've had during the week, just <laughs> straight out through your hands, yeah. you know. And you just like fuck yeah, that's good. And same with all the other guys, you know. This guitar is making so much noise. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Yeah. So it's just such a big release for everyone. Yeah. Just to play angry, fast shit, and that's that's your mental health for the week. Yeah. done you know totally the man. best absolutely and so what what were the crowds in europe like uh okay so they were with the mentor it was a bigger band yeah. um and then we were touring with bigger bands again yeah. so that was really good like we would play to several hundred people you know bigger places did some outdoor festivals and and that was just awesome like fucking learning experience the first few times i did it um i was <laughs> So telling a story about we were in New Zealand, right? And I was maybe uh, 19 from the country. Mm. And we played a show with the Amenta guys. And they were all, you know, done. They loved partying and stuff, been everywhere, done everything. And we're after the show, and I look over, and there was like a prostitute over on the street. And me just being wet behind the ears, I'm like, guys, I think. I think that's a prostitute. <laughs> and they just lost their shit. They're like, oh, Rob, look at you, your first prostitute. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> just no idea. So going on the road was like big learning experience for me. I saw a lot of shit. There's Johnny White Eyes over there just walking around <laughs> going, 
<laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so good. Uh, uh, yeah, and just like being having to because I didn't drink, I was like I ended up being the band mum for a lot of bands and stuff like yeah, that. Just yeah. like, have you got your coat? Where's your keyboard stand? Are you, is Eric in the car? Yes, good. Okay, <laughs> is Tim in the car? Yes, good. Dan, where's Dan? Oh fuck, Dan, put your pants on. Let's go. <laughs> I had to take a an inflated palm tree like a blow up palm tree back to a venue in Poland and apologize because one of the guys tried to steal it and put it in the van turns out the venue was owned by the Polish mafia or something oh, like that <laughs> I'm like I'm definitely returning this tree yeah. sorry sir Sorry, it's sir. a bottle of vodka have as well have a good night exactly. <laughs> thank you for having us we'll never be back <laughs> oh, man. so good and then one venue decided not to pay us so some of the guys were like oh, fine we'll take this flat screen TV and I'm like no, I don't think you will. I think we'll leave that there, guys. Yeah. Like, oh, fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was good. It was like learning to how to deal with people and reading people yeah. and figuring out when someone's going to explode and when to give them space and how to deal with all that. That was huge for me as well and really helpful in life because I can go – now to do shows and stuff and never meet none of them like you know meet them on stage yeah how you doing guys awesome let's do this and just try and have the right positive vibe and yeah try and read them straight up all right this guy's nervous as fuck this guy's happy as this guy hasn't talked to me so he's got a bit of an ego all right i'll figure this out (laughs) (laughs) that's it we'll make it work yeah exactly so i'll go and get a drink with him later and have water with him and Maybe let him do his thing. He can go and talk to the crowd or whatever, you know. Yeah. So that's been really good. Yeah, man. It's such a huge part of the the session thing is is that, you know, just being able to work in that sort of environment and walk in and be able to read it like that yeah. quickly. Yeah. You yeah. not just have to go, oh, he wants to punch me in the face now. Yeah, why? Whoops. Why? Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. <laughs> go up first thing. So about the money. Yeah. <laughs> cash now yeah, or cash when? Out? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's good. I love it. Like, yeah, so much stuff I've learned from music that applies to life that you don't sort of realize till afterwards. Yeah. You're like, huh. Yeah, of course. I've kind of figured that out from that tour and when that guy did that and this woman did this. And yeah, it's good. Yeah. And so much of that seems like it's it's experiential. Like you can't, you can't, oh, you can read about it. Yeah. But until you've actually gone through it and fucked it up a couple of times, yes. It's, yes. it's not till then that you're like, oh shit, that's what you meant by whoops, yeah. By that. Yeah. Hand learns best. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, been good. Like, thankfully, touch wood, I haven't been in a situation where anyone's been really like pissed off at me or anything like that. So I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't ever been fired from a band for being a dickhead so that's good <laughs> yeah this is definitely a positive thing yeah, yeah. you gotta look at the positive side of it so no it's good i love it all it's just yeah such a good experience and then just transfers to life and you're like huh excellent <laughs> dude that's awesome yeah and so we we might just start to wrap up then in that case absolutely i feel man. like i feel like we've got we've got a ton of awesome shit on there man yeah so I guess the, the last question would be three dramas you think people should know more about. Oh, I thought about that because you mentioned that before and I'm like, oh, well, the guys that instantly come to mind, but people probably know about, but I'm just going to say them anyway because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just awesome. It's obviously Dave Haley because he doesn't do the online thing much and he sort of gets these days, people are like, oh, who's he? You know, like a lot of people, like compared to 
the next guy I want to mention, which is Dan Preslin, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, Dave was like the beginning. Like he, Dan and I were like, oh my God, he was like the guy up there that we had to sort of like get to that level. And, you know, he's perfectly happy with what he's doing. He's like, you know, like not having a huge online presence or anything. Like he's doing his studio stuff and his own, you know, Psycho and Ruins and all the um, touring company stuff and just killing it. What a legend. So yeah, Dave Haley for the original inspiration and stuff. And then Dan Preslin, obviously. And then motherfucking Rob Brenz. You know Rob Brenz? Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Like he's the guy that can go into a fucking corporate gig and then go and blast his heart out with Haddle Moore and stuff like that. They're in Europe at the moment. So just living the dream. Like he's a fucking legend. And what a lovely guy too. Like all of them. But, you know, Rob Brenz, just fucking legend. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't even know him. And we were up in Melbourne and stuff doing shows and stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, come crash my place. As many as you want. I'm like, these guys are all right. <laughs> Good egg. Yeah. yeah. So I love that guy. So, um, yeah, those three, I would say, off the top of my head, like first, first of my, I'm sure there's millions of others. You know, like obviously Pete Drummond's just appeared. Like he added me a few months ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you from when I was a kid. Yeah. And you're still smashing it and still doing stuff. And Yanya, Boston. Yep, yep. I listened to your podcast with him. Yeah, wicked. And I was like, oh my God, this dude's a legend. Yeah. Wow. Just so cool. And the same thing, no fucks given about the whole Insta drama thing and presence and who needs it? He's fucking killing it. What a legend. So, yeah. Man. So there's like four. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just generally, like, so many drummers are just top dudes, just awesome guys. And just, you can get along with them and just excellent. Makes me happy. Oh, it's it's it a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's also so generous with time and like everything like and just information too. I know. Or Taylor yeah. Douglas. Yeah. 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 Number five. <laughs> <laughs> and I met him for the first time like in January. Just so like, you, hadn't, you hadn't met him before that came? Never met him. No. That, well, that's it. I live out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Makes sense. Yeah. So I yeah. see no one. I know heaps of people online. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, it's you from, from the internet. <laughs> just holding up your phone next to him. Is that, is that, the cap, yeah, that's Whoa. it. <laughs> and that was so good. Like yeah. we were chatting away, and I'm like, oh shit, I've got to go. And then two hours later, we're still chatting away. I'm like, yeah, sick. And I'm like, oh, now, yeah, they're waiting. I have to go another hour. And I'm like, just nerding out about shit. Yeah, what a fucking legend Taylor is. So that's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. excellent. I listened to the podcast you had with him ages ago as well. Yeah, number one. one. Number Very one first was one. it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah just heaps of people like that. Just legends. Fuck yeah. Very cool. Dude, thank you. Oh, I, can't, thank I really you. appreciate it, man. Yeah. I was like really unsure about coming here and talking about myself. It's like least favorite subject. Yeah, yeah. It feels I so weird, but yeah. I think I got through it. Dude, you did great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Awesome. Cheers. Yeah.